Hey y'all, welcome back to Love, Sex, and Applied Behavior Analysis, the podcast where pop culture and ABA meet. Yay! Hey guys, before we get into today's episode, I want to give a few trigger warnings. We'll be talking about sexual assault, consent, racism, white woman tears, and murder. That last one was a bit dramatic, but you'll see as we get into it. Please use this as a prompt to um, not listen to this episode if any of those things are something that will trigger you in any capacity. Please note that at the time this podcast episode was recorded, the pronouns listed in Chelsea's profile were only she, they. Since this podcast has been recorded, um, and since this story has completely taken over TikTok, Chelsea's pronouns have been updated to only reflect they, them. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to season two. It has been quite a long time. <laughs> Please allow me to reintroduce myself. My name I like how you started bobbing with that. I did, I did, I did. We need to start recording so people can see us. That would be Actually, great. that'd be cool. Because yeah. we're really fucking I got to make sure I have a haircut, though. We're fine. I'd be looking rough. <laughs> All right, y'all. So it is Cammy, um, your, one of your favorite Black BCBAs. And who are you, co-host? Jamie, one of your favorite Blacks. There it is. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> All right. So welcome to season two. Oh, I don't like that, actually, because he'd be like, I have a black friend. I have sure. a <laughs> I guarantee you. And you know, because we're lesbians, they're really going to go crazy yeah. with that. So we're two birds, get... one stone. I, I have a black friend and they're lesbians. <laughs> um, all right. So it has been quite a long time. Um, I knew after season one, I need to take a mental health break. I was exhausted. I also knew after season one that I really enjoyed recording more when I had a second person. And so really? it was just a lot of work trying to like, did you feel pressure people? No, not at all. But it's just like, I like talking to people. I don't like talking to myself. Yeah, and I'm like, I wanted to have a co-host, you know, I have been begging you since <laughs> day one to be my co-host. So thank you for joining me this season. Of course. Babe. All right. So tell me about, or tell them, I guess, about your life. How have you been? What you been up to? Listen, I've been so much better. I just can't even. When I tell you, work, working at a hospital during COVID was terrible. Yeah. Like one, being short-staffed. Two, no, one is working in a pandemic. Yeah. Two, being short-staffed and then just having the workload just multiplied. I mean, I was, my my exhaustion was exhausted. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But now it's like, you know, we're getting ready to transition. I'm not doing the same job. And it literally is like, I think it took me probably about two, two to three months to really like notice that I was waking up before my alarm, mm -hmm. feeling rested. Yeah. And it was like, wow, like this is what this used to feel like. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just in a much, a much, much better place. So I, I Amen. To, Amen. Truly. I mean, <laughs> truly. I hate to put you on the spot, but. Um, one of the things that you've been kind of teaching me about is the um, truth within that saying of 
as above, so below. So with mm. all of this exhaustion and depression and kind of heaviness that it sounds like the both of us have been feeling, but I, I wonder, I'm, I assume rather that other people have been. Absolutely. Is this stuff going on with like the planet and no, stuff no. that makes sense? I'm not, I don't, okay. Is there, Once I get more comfortable to like. Okay, just a short answer. Is there stuff going on oh, up absolutely. there that makes, it makes yes. sense down here? But, yes. Okay, so we're yes. not crazy. No. So no. listen, I think once I'm like, once I get more comfortable, like with the idea that I'm maybe one of those crazy people crazy. who's totally into like sociology, nature, nurture, and um, astrology that and the planet, uh, it's, it's kind of still, it's, it's still sort of taboo yeah, and like yeah. the occult. So yeah, um, not, I think people are starting to embrace it a little bit more. Especially black people. But absolutely. Yeah. But it's that. still kind of one of those, like, you can't really judge, oh, yeah. you know, somebody's whole personality on a sign. Yeah. Which is true. But when you really look into it, it I think it, it's contextual. I think it applies context to self-awareness. Absolutely. So like a lot of us, we know that we know certain things about ourselves, but we literally have no idea why. And I think a lot of times if you just get your natal chart done truly it gives you a lot of context to like why you um, feel certain ways think certain ways do some of the things you do why some of your relationships um go the way they go mm -hmm. i mean it's just it's 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 really just math and science but i think uh for whatever reason it scares people well we know in addition that. to nature and nurture i don't want to say that it's you know somebody's chart is solely based on yeah you know yeah. context like you said yeah. it's very contextual yeah um well yeah i feel like I did not have your experience like working at the hospital during COVID, but I can. But you guys say, were still like, going to school. Yeah, it, it's been it's been rough. Yeah, which um, is odd here. Seriously, they shut the whole state down. But <laughs> they were like, "No, the kids can go to school." That that's been a lot. Okay, so what's our what's your drink of choice today? Tell the people. I we are please not doing do not judge me tequila. This but this I probably episode. am on my fourth white claw, and I was just thinking to myself. Amen. Um, yesterday that I've really got it. I think I drink white claw, white claws because you buy them, but I've really got to find a seltzer that maybe I like. Because I realized that I'm not, I don't drink hard liquor in the home because I, <laughs> because I don't drink hard liquor in the home because I'm more of like a group person. I'm more of a, like, I like mm, to drink yeah. when we go out more of a social drinker. Yeah. So in the home, I will tend to like drink beer for all my people who drink ambers and stouts. Shout out to you. Mm. You're not in that group. Bum. I am not. Bum. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> but since it's so hot, I tend to drink beer when when it's not hot and Hawaii is hot mm. year round. True. So I haven't even had beer at all in the home since we've been here. So I've kind of adopted drinking these white claws, but they taste like flavored static. But have you tried? So the I want to try something that I might I like. like. You know, I don't like tequila. Yeah, but did you try that tequila one I had last weekend? No, but you know, I don't like tequila. The, oh, the mango chili one. Yeah, it was Fire. mango chili. No, that it was, was it was mango chilian. Baby, but that was still a that was still a white cloud. No, I'm talking about. Remember when I walked out the store with the wrong beer for you, or the wrong drink for you, and you <laughs> had the <laughs> anyway. No, I didn't try that. It's I really good. That. You got We had it. Shout out to Crystal and Monique. Um, some of our other favorite lesbians. Absolutely. Um, we had it with them in Florida. I don't know if you had those. But anyway. Listen, I can't say that I remember much from that time. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm too old to be saying that. But I feel like that's what that vacation was meant for. So I'll just. <laughs> truly, truly, truly. 
Okay, so we're both having some white claws. If you're listening to this and you are in the drinking mood, although when this drops, hopefully none of you all are, because it's going to drop at like 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, feel free, grab a drink. We're here for a good time, not a long time. Amen. (laughs) Amen. So it is. (laughs) All that. Okay, so we are about to open our claws, take a sip, and we will be right back to jump right on in. All right, babe. So you and probably anybody who knows me personally or really anybody who follows me on my regular Instagram page knows I'm obsessed with TikTok. Yes, certainly. Obsessed. Hashtag ADHD. Hashtag coping strategy. (laughs) Um, So last night was it, I think I told you about all this drama. And if you have been on TikTok, today is Friday, March 4th, if you've been on TikTok within the last, I'll say two days, all on my For You page has been drama. So I finally showed you the drama and you were like, yo, what the fuck (laughs) is going on? Yeah. Okay. So for everybody else who doesn't know, there are a few big content creators um, on TikTok. Um, most of the ones that are super, super big, they either do like a bunch of funny shit. They're like some people who may even do things like... I don't know, going to um, Starbucks and like ordering different drinks. But then there's also these other ones that are huge on um, like social justice, big air quotes around social justice. So the ones that we are going to talk about today are Modern Warrior. Um, Something that he's known for is saying, hey, colonizer, when he's like calling out white people on white people shit. There is Aunt Karen, who also has like a racist of the day. And she always says, quote, in my opinion, and she'll always be like, allegedly. Um, And then there are two white women who before this incident, I literally just didn't know about. So one, her name is Chelsea. And the other one, her name is, I'm drawing a blank. I want to say Brianna. I could be wrong. Okay. So all I know is Chelsea made a post on TikTok saying that Modern Warrior, and instead of saying his um, his social media handle, and typically that's how they all refer to each other. So instead of saying like Modern Warrior, whatever, she started calling him by his government name. And she was saying publicly, like on her like million plus follower TikTok, how um, they apparently were like dating or something. Like they met over TikTok. They were friends first and they started dating or whatever. She met up with him. She bought like a couple of tickets to go see him. A few of the times he was like, no girl, like we got to reschedule kind of thing. But they were talking, you know, this whole time. She ended up meeting up with him and apparently they ended up having sex. It was unprotected sex. Um, After having unprotected sex, um, she found out that he was dating and what look what she assumed it looked like sleeping with this other woman and so she and and for reference and the or for context and and this context is important um she's a white woman and again her platform is all about like social justice like calling out racism things like that um modern warrior also for context i should have said this first is an indigenous man Um, And then you have, like I said, I think this other girl, she's a white woman. I believe her name is Brianna. And then uh, Karen is a black woman. Okay. So they are, you know, dating, whoop, 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 whoop. They meet up. She flies out to him. She tells us, I believe it's like twice. They meet up. They have unprotected sex. She She finds out 
or excuse me, before meeting up, one of the things that he asked her about was like, hey, are you into polyamory? And she was like, nope, nope, let's put a pin in that. Nope, like hard no. Anyways, um, they met up, they had sex a little bit after she saw that he was dating and presumably sleeping with other women. So she makes a video, a public video about how hurt she is by this and how she feels so violated because she would not have given over herself to him in that way had she had known that he had been sleeping with other people. She also says in the same video that there are white supremacists who have been actively, before any of these incidents, um, actively sending him uh, death threats. They, that, you know, she's telling all of us this publicly, but she does not want any of us any of her followers or anybody who sees this video to cause him any kind of harm, this, that, and the other. Okay. So then check it. This other girl, Brianna, I think that's her name. And I'm, I'm, I feel really bad if that is not. <laughs> um, she then is like, yo, what the fuck? Like me too. First of all, these two white women kind of look alike. It's a little bit like they could be like at least fraternal twins um, at least. And um, she's like, yo, Chelsea's story is pretty much identical to mine. And so they are crying on the internet about this. You know, they're upset. So uh, Karen decides to jump into this and she makes this video. And if anybody's on TikTok and you hear this sound, um, it is a sound that has been used for um, people, mainly women, calling out their sexual assault predators, like the people who have made them uh, survivors of sexual assault. So it literally is this sound that'll be like, um, I, now that I'm like trying to say it, I'm all like shy and also drawing a blank on how the song goes. But anyways, she uses this sound and she is um, then turning, or she, she kind of uses this story to um, say that Modern Warrior is a sex offender. Modern Warrior I'm trying oh, to is get that the one that's like if you're gonna put sex offender, make sure are you gonna what if is you're it? gonna put something and make sure you put sex offender in front or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. I should have like pulled this up for the 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 viewer the viewers listeners. So, anyways, modern okay, warrior into here it is. Yeah, and the next time you call me a sex offender, make sure you put registered in front of it. Yeah, that okay. Okay, so then uh, Karen does that and like takes it to another level because at this point we have now at best went from this dude's possibly a dog this dude possibly like cheated on these women and now aunt karen is like he's a sex offender okay so modern warriors response to this was him doing a public apology and what he says is words like um you know i'm sorry that our friendship ended this way um, i'm sorry that i was not an effective communicator and in response to, and I will say it was a, it was an apology that had very flat affect. It, it was not the kind of apology that that you would maybe think that somebody is serious about because it lacked any any sort of accountability and emotion. Yeah, Chelsea takes it up a notch, <laughs> and really, this is about to be. I think her her response to this is about to be like the bulk of this episode. She takes it up a notch and she stitches his video. And full on white woman tears. And she's like, 
I could be pregnant with your baby. And she's like, I'm hurting Don't from say the it. depths Don't. of my womb land. Like just very like, I mean, <laughs> takes it up a notch. And then she says that she did not get her words informed consent before giving herself away to him in that way. And now TikTok has been taken by a storm. Literally all the For You page, I mean, literally every other video, as you know, on my For You page is talking about this. And really it is this matter of, in my opinion, words mean things, right? Yeah. And anybody who knows me professionally, I love um, talking about intersectionality. I love like the idea of like behavior kind of happening within this context. And ironically, many black people are like, yo, like, this is fun. Let's let's actually, let's actually put actually, this into correct context. And are you, Miss White Woman, like social justice person now defaulting white woman to, mm-hmm. tears? Mm-hmm. And it's been a lot. It has been a lot. So I was like, yo, we got to talk about this because I'm hooked. So hopefully for the listeners, that was like a pretty good synopsis. I mean, I've been talking for the last nine minutes, so hopefully I got it in. Okay, babe, what are your initial thoughts? So I have, as you were talking, and then just from some of the things that I remember from the videos that you showed me, I wrote down a couple of um, terms just to kind of spark conversation. So the first question that I would have for her, because from what I gathered from the video, is that sis, you bought, you bought a plane ticket to actually <clears throat> to go see someone that you met on TikTok, TikTok, and you made the conscious decision to have unprotected sex with this gentleman, and then in her video she's like, well, I, I actually, what did she say? It, it, I, and I thought about getting an STDs test. That's probably something you prob- you should have considered prior to, yes, yes prior yes. to having sex with this man. Well, but, go ahead. I also just want to be very clear. I want to preface the rest of this episode by saying I am not somebody not victim who believes yeah, in victim, not victim shaming. shaming at all. And one of the reasons why I feel so strongly about this is, one, as a sexual assault survivor myself, but really, two, as just somebody who believes that words mean things. Mm-hmm. This shit has. We have to been, call it what it is. Woo. We have to call it what it it's is. And, and 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 correct what it's yes, not. Yes, yes, yes. So so that was one of my one of my first questions that I had after she kind of went on her um, rant about some of the other things like like sexual assault and you know the pregnancy. Oh, and, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I we didn't want, even give context on that, did we? We didn't. But I do also want to make something clear, I, and I, I left this out when Aunt Karen made that video to that sound. Chelsea ended up going back being like, listen, I do not believe that he sexually assaulted me. I do believe, though, that I did not have, quote, informed consent prior to me, only specifically, she has specified sleeping with him. Now, well, then we also have to now, define well, medically. So you're so medically we have to define informed, informed consent. consent. Now, I'm going to Google the informed because consent, I guess, that she's referring to is the idea that he would possibly be dating and or having sex with other people. Mm-hmm. And I think, like you said, she mentioned that he asked her about polyamory. And this is where he's fucked up. Yeah. So he asked her about polyamory. She said, no, that's a hard no for me. That was a perfect opportunity for him to say, well, listen, this is what I'm, <laughs> I'm 
gonna be doing? Mm-hmm. And he could have given he could have given her the choice. So what he and she also denied her was the like, choice. She also though could have also just made the choice herself to be like, if this is something that he wants, and I don't want this, either we need to maybe talk a little bit more about this. Like, are we exclusive? It does not sound like they were. Um, you know what I mean? He should have given her the choice, but also she we're grown. Like she also has her own choice in this. And again, I'd want to But be him clear, asking I'm her not, the question yeah. did not it, it didn't it, sit well. He didn't her. go on to say, no, no, no. He didn't go on to say, mm-hmm. hey, well, listen, it's not something that you want, but it's something that I do. Yeah. So should we continue whatever it is that we're gonna be doing? Understand that I'm gonna be talking to and having sex with other people. Yeah. And that's where he's fucked up because he should have let her know that. So he what he probably what he may have done, and I'm not saying that he did, what it sounds like listening to her videos though, is that he may have by his behaviors Mm -hmm. and actions led her to believe that they were exclusive. Yes. And it's not necessarily I I, don't I can't say this on her to be that. like, hey, yeah. am I the only one? You know, you well, know what but I, mean? I kind of feel but it should, like they should have had the conversation. Stage, sure. We don't have those kind of conversations. I think, especially us as cis women, we kind Truly. of assume, it's, yeah. you know, we talked about it's that. the expectation. Like, we, and the assumption. Like, I never was somebody who like just dated a bunch of people before I was exclusive with somebody. Like, I literally was almost like, like dating in this very in this like vacuum almost dating like, as an instinct yeah rather yeah. than dating like to like dating. learn yourself yes. dating to yes. like enjoy experience life yeah. like women are taught to date for Absolutely. the instinct because yeah. you know goal marriage is the goal for women it, you know what i mean this is what we're taught to do okay but let's just be clear because i just googled informed consent <laughs> there you go let's get back and to that per the oxford dictionary it is permission granted in the knowledge of the possible consequences Typically, that which is given by a patient to a doctor for treatment <laughs> with full knowledge of the possible risk and benefits. Now, I do just want to say. I think we could apply that to other anything, yeah. anything. I do also just want to say this other definition, and this is um, from like cancer.gov, again, a medical site, is saying that it's the process in which patients are given Important information, including possible risk and benefits about a medical procedure or treatment, genetic testing, or clinical trial. We know as behavior analysts, anytime we do any kind of research, anytime we do any kind of intervention, anything we do, we have to give people informed consent. So they are now using, they're now, in my opinion, like overgeneralizing this term mm-hmm. to, to, to fit this narrative that that she had that that she was in in I'm trying to like really be careful with my words because I, I want them to really kind of well, here's, my so point. Me, it sounds to me as I watch the videos is that she's someone who is very connected to her womb. she's one of those yeah her womb she's one of those like my body is a temple and so on and so forth so I I do agree that and since it it's so valuable to her mm-hmm. that it could have been a conversation that Multiple conversations. Maybe could have initiated with him before they were intimate. Yeah. Um, But I think that's on. Have been like. I don't want to. I don't want to blame her and say, "Well, it's your fault, girl," because you didn't. You didn't make sure you were. You know, he was exclusive. Well, but you know what it is. I think. I think it kind of brings up this conversation of like. I think us as women. And I think this can be generalized really to almost like any kind of marginalized identity within the context of like being in relation to non-marginalized people, 
I think we have to also take ownership of like our bodies and our temples and our minds and our space and our time and really kind of learn how to have discernment or stimulus and that's control all this is about to me, and like honestly, boundaries, you know what I mean? And all that and really kind of understanding and the presence of the stimulus, I may, I may not, you know, engage in certain behaviors because they simply will not suit me mm-hmm. for what whatever it is that I want. Mm-hmm. And sh- this has now been turned into him being called a sexual predator simply because if we have to really just kind of call a spade a spade, these were two people that met over a six month time period, her words, that they sound like they were kind of talking. She sounds like she wants to go see him. That make that makes sense. I get it. It sounds like they had some sex. It sounds like he was having some sex with other people. Is that something they absolutely should have talked about? A hundred percent. For sure. Does that make him a sexual predator? No. And we'll and we'll get into that in just a second. All right. So now let's let's get into some more some more of the heavy stuff. So now we've gone from her buying her ticket, flying out to Denver, the two of them engaging in um, what sounds like consensual sex. And then all of a sudden, boom, we're at sexual assault. We're at SA. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that. So, I mean, number one, I just want to talk about this kind of in this context of white women um the history of white women and non-white men being accused of something so egregious as sexual assault and just the history um we'll just talk like specifically with within America mm-hmm. of how like how heavy this history is yeah that is not to say that non-black men don't commit sa that's not to say you know that that every white woman um has, you know, like lied about that happening or anything like that. But I do think it's very important to note that the reason why, one of the reasons why words mean things, I think in this context is that literally people have and will continue to lose their lives either via death or via, you know, imprisonment for false accusations. By Chelsea's own account, this was not sexual assault. But this label now is being um, attached to this person who, you know, according to Chelsea, and again, I think that girl's name is Brianna. I really should have looked at <laughs> it by now. Was trash at best. Was an awful communicator at best. Not a sexual assaulter. Like, and definitely sexually is, irresponsible. That, like, yeah. this is, this is, that's a huge label to like inappropriately um you know call people and I think that like we we have to kind of acknowledge the weight of that because what Chelsea literally did in her videos repeatedly and they're still up hopefully by the time this drops they're still up she literally again instead of saying what his like um social media like avatar like name well, she was, used that man's real name she used his the city he full lives name, in the city and state mm-hmm. and then she tried to backtrack like but please don't. Well, we're like, gonna talk about that in please, a second. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, it is just it's. I'm getting upset. I'm like. And you. so, do you think? What do you think? What do you think has to go through her mind to mm-hmm. link in 
a lack of informed consent to something like sexual assault? Well, so here's the thing. I think that Aunt, so Aunt Karen was the person who was a black who is a black woman mm-hmm. who was the person who labeled him like that first. I think that it's really common on TikTok for a lot of these kind of big name like social justice people to kind of like have each other's backs in these very kind of weird like girl this is not even your business like why are you in on this kind of way and I feel like that's exactly what it was I think how uh, Karen did this though is she took the word um, sexual assault and she overgeneralized it by connecting it kind of like bilaterally um, to informed consent and, and in my opinion, she grossly misused like both of these terms. Mm-hmm. And now, although Chelsea's like, please don't call him that. And now, although Aunt Karen deleted her video calling him that, that label is still going to stick. So and getting into the, the please don't call him that. Yeah. It looked to me like Chelsea did a lot of baiting. Mm-hmm. Like she did a lot of baiting, a lot of crumb dropping. But then she yes. would also, I think, strategically kind of backtrack that kind of um, allowed her to distance herself from whatever the consequence was going to be. What do the old aunties call it? it? She threw the rock and hit her hand. Mm -hmm, For sure. And you can't do that. For sure. But again, kind of going back to these, and and how she hit her hand was literally under the guise of these white women tears. And to me, that is, that's fucked. It was very calculating, I think, very. to me. So when she mentioned, so, so she could have chosen any comments, because I'm, I'm sure there were hundreds, thousands of comments on these posts, but she chose to um, do another video on the pedophile one. Yep. Oh, I so didn't, in I a didn't way, say that. I didn't say that. It's like there's yeah. another crumb drop. Yeah, the, I, the I'm not, so there. I guess someone, someone. Allegedly a neo-Nazi. Called from, him from a pedophile. Words. Yep. With no, you know, proof or they were no, like, but that's kind of how these rumors go. Yeah, because they, they were just, like, well, wasn't up- he like also fucking a sixteen-year-old? And she's like, no, 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 no. Like that rumor was started by a neo-Nazi, but what he did do, yeah, was- but that breadcrumb is yes. still up there. Yes. yes. So, and she could have chosen any comment with mm-hmm. any context to make another video on, yeah. but it's another one. She chose another one that's going to make him a monster, another one that's going to stick along with like the sexual assault. Which again, one, right? you use that word monster and I think that was perfect. Within the context of history, this is an indigenous man. Yeah. In white America, he already is a monster. Mm-hmm. And now, not only have you kind of like, like, like giving this attention to the essay word, you've then given this attention and highlighted this, this comment, like you said, because it was a whole separate video Mm -hmm. to pedophilia Mm -hmm. while also continuing to drop other breadcrumbs. Right. So another question that I have for you Mm -hmm. is she continues as these videos go on to mention that she could be pregnant with his child. (laughs) Your Ooh, case when I said that she could be pregnant with this Girl, child. Why? Why is that a? Why is? Why do you think that's something that she continues to try to like? You want to know why? Because what she did in this point, and I think a lot of white women feel uncomfortable admitting that this is a thing. Mm-hmm. Is she weaponized her womanhood? She weaponized this. This woman literally plays to other white women. And it is evidenced by 
the comments that are disproportionately other white women jumping on this bandwagon of she can be pregnant. He's so bad. I'm so sorry this happened to you. I'm thinking yeah, of you. I'm sending yeah, you love and light. Yeah. And we also know, let's be clear, this whole, if she is pregnant, and and then we can kind of assume then maybe she'd be a single mother. The difference between the whole a single mother trope with white women versus black, and this is what I'm saying. like, So it almost, I think, perpetuates this victimhood right 100%. because so say she is pregnant she's yeah. pregnant with this monster's child yeah. that she's and now she has to about to be this yeah, yeah. Pretty so now she has to with, like yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Yep. So now she has to raise him and it's like oh my god i'm so sorry for this this it's like a uh it it, it, it perpetuates this sense of like martyrdom yes that's the word you know what i mean perfect word um so another thing that another word that i added here was something that stuck out to me was that her video seemed to be so carefully curated yes like yes. her she placed emotion at just the right girl point. she placed a ring she, light <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not i don't i'm not trying to make fun of her at all but she placed like um an emotion at just the right point she used just the right words that it, that it will evoke like a you know emotion absolutely particularly from women yes particularly yes. from Caucasian women and it seemed to me so carefully scripted each one even when she had kind of explosive outbursts and and that she did that I was like. just kind of like I felt it honestly it felt like um I remember saying this to Cam last night and God forgive me if anyone gets mad at me for saying it um that it kind of felt like she was it was an audition tape for like a you know romantic drama I mean, truly, like, truly, she, you know, I love me some Colleen Hoover. She could absolutely <laughs> be an act. So what were some of the words that you felt like um, that? I think it was the you knew part when she, when Ooh, oh it my. was the you Describe knew it, when it. she, it's, when it's she was like, you fucking knew. That. Like when she was hitting those And those she's points. like, like dramatically. Like when she talked about the, and... the hurt in her womb lands, which I'm like, sis, where did you get her this term? Because this is not something that's that's um gonna it's not gonna be a term that you use unless you and again, associate with clear, like a, a we are talking people. about it this way because this was not SA. Oh, but oh, but we're gonna get on him in a second too. Because he's trash. Yeah, be clear. absolutely. We're gonna but, get it's on the list. Th but like we <laughs> we are talking about her theatrical performance because yeah. this was literally and sis, not guess SA. what? Guess what? Phone numbers still have voicemails. You could have did this in this man's <laughs> Why aren't y'all on Zoom? Voicemail. You could have done this on Zoom. Anything. You could, yes. You could have FaceTimed this man. There were so many black creators that were like, y'all don't have each other's numbers. Listen, like, why are why we, are we, in, we in, in the group business? chat? Why are we in the group chat? <laughs> it was a lot. It was so, a lot. <laughs> when she mentioned the, the, the hurting deep in her soul, yeah. when she kind of, she did give a subtle hint to a sexual assault. Um, when she mentioned that now she could have an STD, um, that, when she mentioned that, pregnancy, yeah. when she, um, but again, but again, thinking mentioned about being this, violated that, you know, and thinking about this again, within the context of racism in America, she literally was kind of, I think 
like weaponizing her experience in such a way that we know that black and brown women do not get. In fact, I didn't mention this before, right before she came out with this video, Lance, because she told us his name, Modern Warrior. Who actually, lives in Denver, Colorado. You know, <laughs> um, posted a video highlighting this other indigenous woman Right. And it was completely separate. It was about because this indigenous woman also does a lot of like social justice things. She goes hard for her community. Love it. So what happened after Chelsea um, posted this? It was almost like a tabloid from like the 90s in the 2000s. They started all these white women start attacking, literally threatening this indigenous woman who had nothing to do with this, who was like the small content creator that probably felt so good about having this big content creator, modern warrior, like repost her thing about like anti-indigenous um, rhetoric. That so tends now to people are attacking her because this she aligns woman with... in this very racist way, ironically fueled from this white anti-racist quote unquote ally so now we're gonna get into that too i i have a note for that um do you want to take a break or you uh yeah let's take a break super quick and we'll be right back all right okay so look you mentioned the other indigenous young lady mm-hmm. now let's now let's get into him Sweet because now this young lady is being attacked because of her proximity to him mm-hmm. and his work and it so it that's the the downside of being a celebrity in that he clearly wasn't mindful of the impact that his behaviors would have. Clearly. Because what he really was, and we're going to get into that too, because what he really was, was out here being a hoe. Yep. At best. Yeah. He was being a hoe. But the problem, I said this to you earlier, the problem that I have... I think the only problem that I have with other women who are um, commenting on his behaviors is this, is that when we discuss, especially as women, when we discuss a man being a hoe and a woman being a hoe, it looks very different. So when we talk about a woman being a hoe, we, she is less of, she's less than a woman. She's damaged goods. She's ran through, she's trash. But when we talk about a man being a hoe, it takes on this this such this emotional thing. We talk about how he he took advantage and he violated and he broke our hearts and destroyed it. No, no. Let's talk about that dude the same. If, if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about it, let's talk about that dude the same way we talk about these women. No, he's a fucking hoe. So here's he's my damaged goods. And thinking so, about like relational frame theory, because you and I talk about that a lot. Why do you think? that black men and women on TikTok who have been talking about this have called it just like you But they did. haven't. What they've been, oh, the way that they, because from what I've seen, they haven't been caught. Well, a, a couple have been, they, they've said, hey, well, you got played. Uh, another thing true, a true. lot of them have said is, oh, a man will be a man. Yeah, very true. And several others have, have, have really made it this very emotional experience for them. Yeah. He kind of like we've all been there. Yeah, yeah. Either that or like he is trash. He is wrong. He did this. He did that. But it's like if this was a woman, we'd really just be stripping her of any kind of dignity. So true. So that so, she that she should have as a woman. You know what I mean? So even that, like obviously 
So even again, from like your kind of understanding of like relational frame theory and, and all of that, why do you think, what do you think it is about the genders mm-hmm. that makes us speak about um, essentially like a, a quote unquote high body count? Because we think it's, in, because we think it's inherent to like gender. We think that men are supposed to just Men are primal, so they can't be monogamous. Yeah. They can't be faithful. So it's expected that they might go out and cheat. Yeah, yeah. But for a woman who is taught that the body is the temple and that she's supposed to, you know, purity culture. She's yeah. supposed to, you know, preserve it for or reserve it for her right. husband or w- that one person that she loves. Yes. And if she's out here like, no, I just enjoy sex yep. and, <laughs> and I'm going to have sex because I enjoy sex. It's like, oh, she's a hoe. So she, it's like when we when we compare um, those two behaviors, I think in through the lens of integrity, mm. it looks different. Yeah, yeah. So that's like one of the problems that I had with some of the women who responded to the video is because it's it's like no, if this was if this was a woman, these are the things that we'd be saying about that woman. Yeah. Um. And, and, and honestly, when you, the bare bones of the situation, like we really had to analyze like what Chelsea said, she, he did just play her. Mm-hmm. He was a hoe. He, he lied. lied. Yep. Yep. He had sex with her and didn't tell her that he was having sex with other people. Yeah. But all of this other stuff that has kind of branched off from this is like, nah, we, we've got to uh, center this yeah, <laughs> and yeah. call it what it really is. Absolutely. But going back to the being mindful of your your celebrity status, mm. do you want to talk a bit about old girl, the uh, indigenous, the other indigenous side? Uh, yeah. So for her, like I said, she was just this small content creator who, you know how it is. Like when you when somebody recognizes you who has a bit bigger platform, it feels really really good. And within twenty four hours from her account, and I'm gonna pull up her name because I think it's important to. Um, say her name, just like we're saying everybody else's, um, to have that be kind of taken away, especially for something that like she did not do. Like this girl was literally making videos after video after video, literally saying like, I am not the person who like he was sleeping with. Um, So for reference, the girl's name is Witchy Twitchy TV. Um, she's like, I'm not even the person who, who he was sleeping with. Like, how did I get essentially like dragged into this? And, and again, the default literally was people attacking this indigenous girl, this indigenous young woman using the same kind of racist rhetoric that, and really, if we had to be honest, it was, it was disproportionate to the amount that they were actually attacked him modern warrior Mm. using this like really anti-indigenous racist rhetoric in the same way kind of like you were saying that if this was any woman who was who was considered a hoe that they'd be using for her and she's like not only am I innocent in this but like she literally made a video to Chelsea like you need to call off your dogs like how are you this white woman with this with this quote-unquote like anti-racist platform you're this social justice star and it's your followers who are like mass reporting all my pages or all of my videos who are like being so racist towards me. And Chelsea has said nothing besides please don't attack her. 
but you've already dropped the crumb. Yep. You've already baited people in her direction. Mm-hmm. So it can't, you know what I mean? It can't be undone. Yeah. Um, so, which leads me to my next kind of question. Um, how do you separate identities? How is the work not devalued mm-hmm. um, behind this scandal? Yeah, yeah. Because he's, he, what is his name? Modern Warrior. Mm-hmm. So because he is a hoe, uh-huh. we're going to call a thing a thing. Yeah. Uh, or a womanizer, as they say, which by definition is correct. Yeah. How does that devalue the work? Can we separate those identities? And then what, what line do we draw? It kind of makes me think about like Bill Cosby. Well, and that's what I was going to say. You know, this is something I struggle with. I have, you know, family members who um, have been absolute trash in some of the most egregious ways um, and who have also been like noble citizens, that like great profession, (laughs) like all this kind of stuff. I think for me, this is where intersectionality comes in. I think the reality is, is that as and I think all, you know, like you always say, like multiple things can be true at once. Absolutely. Yeah. He can be. Um, an absolute, I don't know, anti-racist who, um, you know, calls out and calls in racist people, um, you know, while also being, you know, I, you know, like you said, by, by definition, a womanizer. I think for me, you know, it's very hard for me to separate those things depending on the issue. I think for me, I just never... I never followed him, um, not because like he wasn't a great creator. It's just I just never followed him. But it doesn't sound like his work was about uplifting women. And I'm not saying that 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 negates from him, you know, being a womanizer or whatever. But like, I think the most confusing thing to me about his work were were, you know, like he seemed to be. I'll say it because my question for him is brother <laughs> brother if you and and this may be my unevolved mind i don't i personally do not have a problem with interracial dating mm-hmm. it is something that like i debate with friends and family at length um i am i cannot lie and say that i'm not conflicted um mm-hmm. over it, but I, I do have a like questions. if you yeah if you're gonna be if you're gonna be on this on this platform at this level of social media celebrity, I'm kind of like well brother what well so here's my what thing were you, what were you doing but here's my thing I think so for me I think if if I am interracially dating whatever that race is they too have to be pro my identities. And they so, too have to be doing the work of unlearning that their conditioning constantly. Mm-hmm. And they need to first always be interrogating themselves before they ever think to make let to do anything, let alone make a huge platform that we also know because of, you know, social um, like the social construct of, mm-hmm. of, of racism that we also know only got a whole bunch of hits because this is a white woman presumably talking to other white women about racism. So let's also be clear on that. So to me, you can be modern warrior as long as you're not out here 
don't get on here talking about relationships. That, <laughs> don't get that, on here talking about marriage because that. that's when but I really have to be like, for brother. Chelsea, don't be on here doing white woman shit when you're when you you know that whole like when you point the finger, you have and three four point, pointing back at you. Yeah, she forgot that, and I think that is my issue when that whole like cookout culture thing, and that does not apply because he obviously is not black. But that whole cookout culture thing, no, I am one of those people that I am a firm believer that I I do not believe that there's a such thing as the kind of allyship that a lot of people have been made to believe that they are since my George next Floyd was murdered um, in, in uh, June 2020. I don't believe it. And I think that this is actually a really good example and maybe a smaller example. I don't know. I think this is a really good example of that. We all are going to default back to our privileged identities. When you and I Absolutely. were talking about this earlier, Absolutely. I'm an able-bodied woman. My default, I am inherently ableist. Like the I was taught to be that way. I'm always going to default on that. And it is, it takes intentional work. Denisha, shout out to Denisha. She did this presentation and I really loved this. She was like, you know, sometimes we talk about this in this like unlearning. There is no unlearning. Like, like we're talking about things that just are and and between nature and nurture. Because these are things and, that have been spoken into us. These are things that have that we have learned. I yes. mean, before we could crawl. Yes. So a like, lot of these things. And I think the issue is kind of going back to your celebrity question. We are giving a lot of people these platforms. One, forgetting that they're human. Mm -hmm. They also seem to sometimes forget that they're human, and mm -hmm. I think we reinforce that. Um, but we kind of give these people these platforms without actually knowing them. We we know Modern Warrior, but we don't know Lance. Exactly. Yeah. We don't know Lance at all, and we think that because he is who he is, he's and infallible. He, that and, that's, and it's and that's, like that's, that's just not, simply that's not, not true. true. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So. I want to talk about lack of accountability on, mm, on both parts. Yeah, yeah. Because when Lance came up on there with that old flat face bullshit. Listen, he literally. I mean, expressionless. Like, and and, did he, and even blink he did not. <laughs> he did not. Nowhere in there did he say that he was wrong for possibly misleading her. That he was wrong for not being honest. And then I'm like the nerve. Now, according to Chelsea's account. She saw on Facebook, you know, after they had been together, that he was date, he was out with someone else. And I'm like, bro, you out here just bold with it. That I think nowhere in there did he that you're taking way out of context to justify this post is ridiculous. Small and I were having a conversation regarding the terrible rumors that racist white supremacists were spreading about me. They were spreading those rumors and using her as a pawn. I would just like to say that that little snippet was in response to Aunt Karen's like, you're a sexual assault victim. Mm. He has since deleted his apology to Chelsea. Has he? He has. I wonder why. No accountability. I think because now he feels, he, he probably feels like he needs to go on the defense on yeah. all of these other accusations. But guess what? The, the, fact, that, the fact that you did lie mm. and the fact that you did mislead her still stands. So here's my question to you, because again, kind of going, so we, we, he has not been made account, like hasn't taken accountability, I should say. Because this other stuff, because this other stuff kind of uh -huh. makes him a victim yes. in his mind. Yes. So he's like, all, all that other shit is out. Now y'all are saying these things about me and I got to fight against these things. Now I'm a victim, but it's like, no, but you, but you have to remember the, the original cause of all this. 
is that you weren't honest in the beginning and his apology was bullshit. Hello, beautiful people. I just want to take a second to apologize to Chelsea. I'm very sorry that our friendship has come to this. I'm very sorry for not being the effective communicator that I wanted to be. I may be pregnant with your child. Wait, pause it. <laughs> Why did you have to let that part play? Because, like, don't get me wrong. He said, I'm sorry that our friendship has come to this. His, listen, I'm not fucking my friends. I'm not. But in his, listen, but because I also wanted y'all to hear the tune, the sad tune <laughs> that she decided. And when, and, and listen, I will play this whole thing. No. Before no, the end of this episode. No. But, you know, his apology literally was so flat. Like it had, and for him, a part of his, I, although I will say, I'll be honest, a part of his platform he doesn't really get up in arms or emotional. It's literally like some I think white I've people seen a couple do of some racist shit. He's like, he's like hello, like, colonizer. Like, hey, colonizer. Really yeah. And so I don't know. I mean, yeah, you would think that like an apology would be more emotional, but but I also want to just be honest and like- I don't need the emotion. The words though. That's true. That's you true. at least have to friend, say the words. Yeah. He said I wasn't an effective communicator. Like I wanted to be. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but here's my question, because I see it's on your list. Well, so hold up before you, before you ask me, yeah, go ahead. because we talked about accountability on his part, yeah, which I I I, I, I want to make sure I do enough of, yeah, for sure, because trash, yeah, yeah, because trash. That's fair. Just be honest. That's if fair. you if you want to have sex with more than one person, if you don't want to be monogamous. Say yeah. it, say it. But also, I, again, where I struggle, and you know, I I I am absolutely in dating. Um, I, I was always like the product of my conditioning. For sure. Did he owe her monogamy when they weren't exclusive? I don't think so. I think he didn't he, owe her I monogamy, but he should have had a conversation. He did owe her honesty. Yeah. If he knew that they were going to be having, <laughs> that they were going to have sex unprotected, like she told us. He had to, that's why I laughed because I did. I wanted to leave that part out. <laughs> If uh, I think that was my first question, like, ooh, why is she telling everybody this? Everybody um, question. <laughs> if he knew that they were going to have sex, I think he you did should. need to let her know that hey, that you won't be the only person I'm going to be having sex with. And you know, he also should have done put on a fucking condom. Truly. Um. Now, the, now, I I just want to talk about lack of accountability on her part mm. because she she talks as though like she wasn't the one there true like on the other side of that sex yeah like sis this was also a choice that you made this was a 50 50 deal that sh and she you admitted guys, that she yeah, admitted you guys I also the tickets yeah. yeah you also yeah. you also had sex with him mm -hmm. that was a conscious choice that you made if now if we're talking about an std test sis you probably should have thought about how you should you should have thought about that beforehand too antecedent strategies simple. yeah and maybe even plan b as a consequence strategy for sure but here's my question to you why do you think that it's there. so according to some of these videos a lot of these videos that i've shown you only black creators are talking about accountability on her part i have not seen mm. in the comments or other videos of white creators talking about her also taking accountability because now that we know like we we have confirmed she has confirmed this was not sexual let, assault. Who, let me ask you this who <laughs> when we talk about victimhood mm. what population is that more aligned with well, this is and, and that's your answer. The trigger warning also included white women. And tears. that's your answer. 
is that victimhood is is more in line with one population more than the other. Mm. Um, that's, that's true. Mm. Good answer. But so I th- so I think. Go ahead. What would accountability for both of them since they they made this all our business? <laughs> what would accountability for both of them look like? He should have said, you know well, what? No, I mean, and like that- now, what would it look like? Would it be like them cre- making other videos? Like number one, we should have kept this off the internet. Certainly. Number two. <laughs> this I is mean, why certainly. we have to start recording this. Your face. But would it also look like them also both explaining like, number one, this was consensual. Mm-hmm. We should have cleared like him maybe saying like, I should have talked to her more. About and this. listen, but and girl, saying, but the sign. And I think, and this is this mm. goes back to, and I'm not going to say it out loud because I really want to trademark this thing. Yeah, don't say. Is it. that she wasn't looking at him absent yeah. of her or anything else yeah yeah sis he gave you the red flag when he he gave you the red flag when he mentioned polyamory that yeah. was your cue to probably ask other probing questions and also when that he was your cue you to know, let you know like mm, he's probably not aligned with me and also when he had you reroute them two tickets that you told us that you bought <laughs> Like that, like the signs, the signs were there. True. So at some point you have to, you have to acknowledge that you ignored who he was as a person yeah. and went with your feelings. And there's nothing wrong with that. You went with your feelings. You guys were swept away. It was probably very intense. And, yeah. and it had to be because you, you had, you mentioned that unprotected sex. So I know that it was probably, a, it was intense. Bro, she mentioned her womb land. Because <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm, the reason why I'm stuck on this, especially is because, you know, I'm somebody who is also in like the spiritual community, you know, with all the kind of work I've been doing on myself. Yeah. Um, And then obviously on like, on you know um like my love sex and relationship coaching stuff and actually it kind of reminded me her video kind of reminded me of these like white woman kind of spiritualist and mm. how intense and deep and 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 you know this has been one of the resistances points of resistance I should say that I've had um you know with the particular program that that I'm in and that the way white people white women in this case really can take something that is of the indigenous whoever whoever the indigenous community is such as spirituality such as yoga such as meditation such as um manifestation such as there's all this an stuff. unconscious a, yes. appropriation oh that, my god um oh my that god. like she had no idea she was literally using native language mm-hmm. in her dramatic video Mm-hmm. And again, this to me is like shame on everybody who reinforced all of this by giving her this big of a platform. In the well, first but place. here's the thing, though, I think and we can talk about that in another episode. I think and this is this is relative to both the white and black population. Mm-hmm. So white people, despite their um, avoidance, I think of some of their lineage also are also on the same journey as black people to discover a sense of self and a sense of belonging and a sense of like where we come from. Right. Mm -hmm. So they go, they, they're on the same search on the same journey. And a lot of times that looks like a lot of the, looks like yoga and, you know, Hinduism and Buddhism and, you know, her relationship with, you know, this guy. 
Um, but I think it becomes like an unconscious appropriation that a lot of times it may not be, they may not know that they're um, stealing the, the ownership. I mean, yeah, when you're going to fucking power yoga of, or whatever, of whatever this thing nobody is, nobody is asking you and, and, and prompting you or showing you to pay homage to like the, what was that um, Netflix um, it kind of perverts the perverts. It, the yeah, way. I think it perverts the. Like, what was that the, Netflix show that they were talking one? about? That like the the person who actually brought yoga here to America. Remember that guy? Yes. And and literally now, and they talked about it. I can't remember. The and show. now they're like all sorts of yogas, and no one is paying homage and no to one, like who. Yeah. Yeah. But the actual like spiritualism yes. and basis for yes. what yoga really is has been perverted in a way that now you associate yoga in some ways with whiteness. Yes. Yes. And I think that happens with a lot of things and we can talk about that in another episode, but I'm always, I always try to be careful to not be like accusatory of those. Guys. I just try to explain, I try to like explain the why instead of being like anti white or whatever, because you have to remember I am an equal opportunity leader. Yeah. So I try to be fair and impartial so I try to explain the why without, you know, yeah, being accusatory. I mean, that's true. I think I think it happens too so unconsciously, right? Like, think uh, we are generation after generation after generation, all of us. And I think that's the thing. Whiteness. I don't think white people know just how deeply whiteness as a construct really negatively impacts them too. And I think that's what you're kind of touching truly, on. Truly, like, over the years, because like the all, same way, like yes. the same way, the same way. Black people are, are getting in touch with spiritualism, with African yeah. spiritualism yeah. and hoodoo and voodoo yes. and, yes. you know, African dance, yes. because literally that shit is in our DNA. If you yeah. look at the, the random shit that we come up with, it is paired to some somebody, some nation yeah. back in Africa. And I think that um, um, white people work so hard at being white that they have detached themselves from like a lot of their history and a lot of their lineage yeah without even and that's so the they thing, try to find it in all it. of these yeah. yeah without even knowing it and i think they try to find it in all of these other things mm. and it's like no no there's a home for you yes like yes. you you have you have a history somewhere you have yeah. a nation somewhere and it's not white white is not again it's a conscious yeah, yeah 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 we can talk about that in another episode though now we've gotten like way off no no you're good okay next on your list and I, i'm so happy oh that we can you have a list. so so let's take a break. Has it been a minute? Okay. BRB. Let me just say that I love your ability to ABA different things. Thank you. Thank like this shit is so dope to me. Like I'll be off on some tangent and you will like be, be in your mind tying these things to like I'm telling you, I should ABA like concepts. Course and, work with that. But like, it's, I mean, it's, it's perfect because that's, the way I think to me, that's the way people learn is through these like um, relatable yeah. examples. Yeah. You know what I mean? I try to do that. Um, no, you don't. Really I try to do that. that yeah. With, with, with our field, because a lot of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to do that a lot with our field because it, it just really, it makes sense. And the, through a relatable example, then that person can like build on that and really relate it to like the black and white. Like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, I get what this means now because. Well, because I don't learn text, you know, I mean, I, I 
that's how I really, the stuff gets like embedded. So thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you for recognizing that. Yeah, you're really that. good at that. You really dope at that. Thing. Um, somebody mentioned narcissism. I'm going to get a white claw while you're talking And about I, 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 it was actually a question. So oh, okay. I, I'll ask the question and I'll run and get you a white Will claw. You, okay. Um, somebody mentioned in one of the, uh, what is it, a stitch? Yes. Um, someone mentioned narcissism. Oh, yeah. But they, they, they paired it to him. Mm -hmm. And I, there first was another of all, one that let's just, her. yeah. And, and I was about to get to, I was about to get into that. But aside from narcissism, being just over overused and over generalized yeah in my mind i'm like both of them displayed symptoms of yeah um I, we can call it we'll just call it narcissism for the yeah. sake of the um, even though the like so but you're acknowledging too like i think what you're saying also is like we know it's overused yeah for sure yeah, yeah, for sure yeah. but both of them i, I think are self-absorbed in this Detached oh from this yeah. gaslighting yeah. and minimizing, minimizing, placing blame in the wrong direction or whatever. So I just wanted to ask you what your take is on that. You know what's interesting? I mean, I definitely feel like narcissism is one of those like buzzwords right now where like we're kind of using it, um, you know, inappropriately. And I think this situation. So I don't know if I showed you the whole video, babe, but the person who actually was talking about um, the narcissism was actually somebody who is a narcissist. Like, um, they're, they, they are not a, in a self-proclaimed way in like an actual, like diagnosed kind of way. So I, I didn't watch the whole thing, but from my understanding, I think he was kind of talking about it in a way, trying to be like, no, like this isn't narcissism or like, actually, yeah, like that could be a trait of narcissism or you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I mean, I literally just looked up a simple definition of it. And again, this is just Oxford. It says a person who has an excessive interest in or admiration of themselves. I don't know if, if I feel like they both displayed some pretty, like per this definition, I feel like they both kind of displayed some pretty like um, um, self-absorbed and, and also like deflecting kind of behaviors. But I don't know if it's narcissistic. I just think it's kind of messed up, you know? That. I don't know. Lack, just lack of what do you values. Think? Yeah. Do you think the same thing or do you think? Uh, no, I don't really. I don't. You think they're narcissist? N no. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I don't. I don't. I just feel like I think they're, they, I think he showed really flat affect and was like emotionless in his apology. And I think she was like ramping up the emotion and, and really wanting the kind of attention clearly from the public that maybe the validation. she wasn't getting yeah. privately. It was a validation. Yeah. I think they both need therapy. A hundred percent. But then, you know, I think everyone should have a therapist. What did somebody for say? Good, I mean, good and therapy doesn't have to be for the bad issues. Listen, therapy well, good should, and bad. They should be on retainer. What did that for person sure. say today? They were like, welcome back to Love and TikTok. And so <laughs> it really <laughs> felt like that. Like, it, yeah. like you said earlier, it kind of felt like like we're watching like the, the stories that our grandmas used to watch on like days of our lives or something. Yeah, some general hospital shit. Girl, now you know I used to live in some general hospital. Some really? Corinthos. What? And Carly, what? <laughs> and Michael, my aunt used to watch. Used to watch them. I want to say it was Days for Our Lives too. While you're playing, listen. What's crazy is that those things are still. I'm like, who's keeping? Yeah, Did who's you keeping know the ratings up on these girl shows? From Selling Sunset was on there. On that one, I think she was oh, on a which soap one? opera. 
Oh, uh, the dudes, Chriselle. Yeah. Whew. Whew. She came a mighty long way. Didn't That's she? a whole nother episode. We can, we Girl. can. We haven't even watched the, um, the Love is Blind reunion. We might be back. We shortly. have to bring. Okay. So Dr. Danielle Beal, we're calling you out. Dr. We gotta, Digger. We got to bring you on here for some merit at first sight, Lord. Danielle, I have to just say that you were literally one of my favorite people. Danielle is brilliant. I love that. Yeah. One of the things that I, and I, for anyone who doesn't know Danielle, I feel privileged <laughs> to know her. Truly, truly. One of the things I love, if you if you're listening, I pray you listen to this episode. One of the things I love about you is that you are constantly so so many of us lack the kind of self awareness that forces us to be intentional about learning and be intentional about being a better person. And you are so considerate of. It, it just everything and you really work at being at trying to be a better person i love that about you i love that you were funny even when you're not trying to be <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i just yeah. love i don't know I just, I, I just love danielle i do and now danielle's take on this i would be so interested in yeah i'm like you know the little kid sister that that probably just needs a lot of work and danielle's like the big sister yeah she probably <laughs> looking at me like girl but i feel like we would be in, I think the three of us would be in alignment on this episode. For so sure. yes, shout out to Dango. Okay. Um, what's next on your list? Did we touch everything? I think that was it. We got everything, man. Okay. So we're just going to end this episode. Um, oh my God. Do not play the rest of that to, thing, man. Because this is, it's worth it. You're apologizing for your communication. I have an ache that lives deep in my womb, Lance. And sometimes I just cry from my soul about it. And I sent you so many messages opening up to you about that. You knew. You knew. You fucking knew. All right, y'all, that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining me on Love, Sex, and Applied Behavior Analysis, the podcast where pop culture and ABA meet. Bye.